Welcome to the Diabetes Revolution podcast with Dr. Sarah Townley, the type 2 diabetes coach, clinical pharmacist, and mom of seven angels. You don't have to struggle and fight with your blood sugars for the rest of your life. I'm here to teach you the skills you need to control and even reverse this disease. There is such a thing as getting off your meds and creating a future free from diabetes. And you can have it too. Let's get down to business. What's up, you guys? I just registered my son for high school. What? Yes, my oldest son is going to high school this year. And at the age of 14, things are starting to change, you guys. I just, I know many of you have already been here and have lots of advice to offer in hindsight, but I'm going through it for the first time. You know, all those teenager hormones. And I have to tell you, it really helps me to think of him as having a mental illness sometimes. (laughs) You know, like when the entitlements coming out or the disrespect, petulant type tone in his voice, dismissive, eye rolling, huffy kind of weirdness attitude. I just think to myself, man, it must be really hard to have a mental illness. And it just helps me, you guys. It helps me center and have some compassion. (laughs) Okay, so I want to tell you really quick about something that I created for you. Yeah, you, the one who's still trying to figure this diabetes problem out on your own. Oh, I have so much compassion for you. (laughs) I have got you and I made something for you. See, there's so much conflicting, confusing information out there about how to reverse your diabetes. I totally get it because I navigate it all the time. (laughs) It's kind of like the weight loss industry, isn't it? I mean, somebody's always got like a special diet for you or some kind of device or supplement, some kind of weight loss drug, a workout program, right? All the things they want to sell us. And they always pitch it like it's the answer to your problem. But none of those are ever going to be the answer because they're just the actions that people are wanting you to take to get the result. And we all know, if you've been with me on this podcast, that true permanent change happens in the mind first, right? So I wanted to make this simple for you. Not only do I want to give you the actual information that you need, (laughs) in order to understand how to reverse this disease, but I wanted to give it to you in a systematic way. Something that makes total sense, that's really easy to follow, short little videos, and I created this so that you can do it at your own pace. It's a start to finish, step-by-step video course that teaches you all the tools that I teach my one-on-one clients in sessions, all those tools that you need in order to beat this disease permanently. These are, you know, 20 to 30 minutes. They will build the knowledge and the skills that you need to heal your body and to feel in control of your health again. You can find the link in the show notes, or you can just go straight to my website, sarahtownley.com, and you'll see in the menu item and in that first homepage links to the online course, okay? This is for, for sure for people who are newly diagnosed, 
please help yourself out and stop trying to fumble stumble in the dark through this process. I will make this so much easier for you. I will teach you information that your doctor doesn't even know in a way that is actually very simple and easy to apply, right? We're about application because action gets you results. This is also for people who finally just decided to stop screwing around, stop struggling, and just figure this out, okay? And it's also for the person who has been working really hard and who's really committed and isn't seeing the results that they want as fast as they want. And for one payment, you will get lifetime access to this information that will literally save your life. I'm not even exaggerating. So get over there and check it out if this resonates with you. Okay, so now I want to get into something deeply personal with you. (laughs) So go get a cup of coffee, go get a tea and cozy up, because I'm going to teach you something that is so core, so critical to your success and getting your health back. And I'm going to do it by talking about my own journey. I'm going to share the private thoughts and feelings, but actually I'm you know, pretty open as far as that goes anyway, haha. <laughs> but I'm going to share my private thoughts and feelings with you guys. And th- these are the ones that I navigate when it gets hard in my own personal health journey, because I know that it's going to help you on yours. And I'm willing to be vulnerable like that for you guys. <laughs> now we're going to talk about the reason why people don't succeed. We're going to talk about why people fall off and never get back on track, why people quit only to restart again when they can't stand it anymore, why people go back and forth between the discomfort of change and the discomfort of staying the same. Because what it comes down to, what it really has to do with is your level of commitment, right? That committed agreement, you know, that promise with yourself that removes the option of quitting, removes the option of failure. And we want to cultivate this kind of commitment because it is what will drive us all the way to success. As in, I don't have any other choice but to keep going until I succeed, right? If failure is quitting, it's just not an option for me. It's that no matter what mentality, that ride or die mentality. (laughs) So let's talk about how you cultivate that. Let me tell you, it's going to be rooted in your why. WTF, are you doing this? I mean, why do you even care? You might be like, what do you mean? Of course I care, right? Of course this is a big deal. It's my health. But let me tell you, I have seen over and over again from working with patient after patient who wasn't motivated by having to get on insulin, who wasn't motivated by having an amputation, who wasn't motivated by losing their eyesight. So this is just not true for everybody that it matters. And it might be more than you think at first pass at answering this question, why this matters to you. Think about this. Not everybody, and maybe not even you at some past time in your life, felt this strongly about your diabetes or your body. You can actually probably think of somebody right now 
who doesn't take great care of themselves, even when it's super serious. I get people tell me all the time, oh, I wish that my mom or my dad or my brother or my coworker would hire you. Or you should work with my fill in the blank. Okay. And my first question is always, yeah, but do they want to? (laughs) Because let's get real, y'all. This is hard work. Shit gets real. And the ones who aren't committed won't dig deep and keep going, right? These people are going to quit. We can't give a why to anyone. We all have to come to our own decision point of when we're ready to change. And that is a unique process for each one of us. So what I'm inviting you to do on this podcast with me right now is to think about that, to get clarity around that for yourself, because it's so important. So I'm going to show you my own journal, okay? I'm going to be vulnerable with you and talk about my own discovery of my own why this time around. Because remember, I've done this many times, right? I have baby number seven. And before I ever even had a baby, it was really important to me to shed a bunch of body fat. So I've done this same exercise of asking myself why and getting clarity around that many times. Every time doing this work, it gets hard. There are points where it feels difficult. I've had to do the hard work of committing and working through all that mind drama and all those challenges along the way. And after having this baby, number seven, and deciding to stop breastfeeding because of many reasons, you guys, I could go on and on. (laughs) And if you're interested in hearing all the deets, You can get on a podcast that I was on by the postpartum coach who's amazing. Her name's Lizzie Langston and listen to her recent episode about listening to your body with me. And I talk all about how this decision to quit breastfeeding was for my body's sake. But after I had this baby and I quit breastfeeding, I was ready to get busy releasing this 25 pounds of body fat that I put on during my pregnancy. And let's just say that that's not really fair, is it? Like, how is it that I gave birth to a baby that weighed almost seven pounds and I only shed 10 out of the total 35 pounds that I gained? Yeah, explain that to me. That's not fair, right? (laughs) Anyway, before I got started in losing this weight, I wanted to get my mind ready, right? So I wanted to prepare my mind for this journey because that is the most important part. (laughs) How I feel, what I do, and the results that I create are a direct reflection of what is going on in my head. And so I spent some time with myself asking myself two really awesome questions and journaling about it. And I'm going to share this with you, the answers to my questions, okay? But the first question is, What is it that I deeply desire and why? Okay, that's the first question. The second question is, what would be the most supportive plan that I could create for myself to ensure that I'm successful? Okay, so I'm going to read you the answers to this because these were some ahas for me. And I think it's just really fun to be on this journey with you. And I'm just a few steps ahead. Okay. So when I ask myself, what do I deeply desire and why? 
I came up with this. I deeply desire to feel lean, strong, and beautiful again in my body. To feel capable and powerful. To know that my body will support me in rising to any physical challenge I ask of it. I want to feel light and fast again. Remember, I was pregnant for like nine months. (laughs) To be free of limitations because of deconditioning, heaviness, and weakness. I want to feel sexy and attractive in my body. When I get dressed, I want to feel confident and stylish. Most of all, I deeply desire to create a powerful, beautiful, healthy, and strong body that supports me in maximizing the physical human experience. There is pleasure in food, but there is more pleasure in living a full-out life with abundant energy and vitality, rich with experiences and adventures, having conquered urges for momentary pleasure in order to become a master at living intentionally. You guys, I did not edit this. This is straight up come right off my pen onto this paper when I ask myself this question. And I want to tell you, I want you to notice how many times I said feel. Okay, this is really important. We'll go back and look at those again. But I want to share with you that that last sentence that came out of my mind was so revealing to me. It was an aha moment for me because I'd never seen this before. Okay, so it's always been for me about how I feel and look in my body that has driven me to keep it a certain way. Okay, but as I've gotten older and as I've coached longer and just really developed my sense of self, I've realized that this is more than just how I look and feel in my body. This is about who I'm being. And this statement about becoming a master at living intentionally was so amazing for me to see because I'm going to tell you right now, I've called on that many times since I wrote that, and I'm going to teach you how to do that in this podcast, but I don't want to react to my environment all the time. I don't want to be a victim to what's going on around me in the way that I show up for myself I don't want whatever somebody's eating or offering me or preparing in the kitchen to dictate what I decide to put into my body. And I I don't want to be the person who's always having urges and cravings and just giving in and going with whatever is instant gratification in the moment. I want to be living intentionally, awake and directing myself toward the result that I want to create. And this is everywhere in my life, but this one place in my life with food and taking care of my health, this is a really great place to cultivate that kind of mastery. And so I'm down for that. Like I'm ready for this to be about who I am being and not just about how I feel and look in my body. And I have called on that sense so many times, but it was so cool for me to see that, that what this is really about is half about how I look and feel in my body, but also half about being a master at living intentionally, because that's how you create on purpose, is through intention. Okay, and then I'll tell you real quick, I built myself a plan, right? I asked that second question. I built myself a, the best plan I could think of, that would help me be successful because I want to give myself the most support that I possibly can. And so I created myself a community. 
I got some friends together that resonate with this work, that want to do this work with me. And on Marco Polo, which is a video app that you can like send back and forth videos of yourself talking, kind of like texting, but with video, I created this Marco Polo community where I could hold myself accountable. I could celebrate with my friends my accomplishments and that I could just come to for those kinds of conversations that make me feel like I'm in a community and I have connection and people who understand me. So I definitely started with eliminating all of the garbage, right? By doing the things that I teach you to do. I live the same lifestyle that I teach my clients, okay? And I'm not just talking about what I put in my mouth and when, but also how I go about doing this work. So planning ahead of time, which we're going to do a podcast all about that, journaling my food to help create accountability. And then also just having that accountability with my friends of like, where am I at with my results? What do I want to change? Pivoting, measuring, making decisions, learning, following my body and listening to it. And then also I really wanted to create a place for myself to demonstrate self-compassion Because when we screw up, the thing that stops us from getting right back on track is how we handle our thoughts about that screw up. And the self-compassion piece for me is really important. I'm also going to do a whole other podcast on that. And then, of course, celebration. Listen, we delay, delay, delay gratification in order to get what we really, really want, which is very gratifying. But in the process, we need this to feel good. And the best way to make this feel good is to celebrate everything you can think of. And so in this little Marco Polo group, I was doing that with my friends and they're doing that with me. And it just feels good. It feels like we are doing it together and we are seeing the benefits and results, even in tiny ways in tiny moments that show us that we are moving in the right direction. And that is a really powerful momentum building energy. Okay. So I also wanted to create like a big reward for myself at the end. So I agreed with my friends that we're definitely going to go somewhere fun together once we've all done this work successfully. And I'm thinking like a spa day and a shopping trip in Sedona, Arizona sounds really good. So Just going to share that with you in case that inspires you. (laughs) All right, let's talk about the moments when it gets really hard and how your why comes into play to help you shift and choose intentionally. Okay, so for sure, there were moments for me that have been hard. And I'll tell you about one specifically. That was just this past weekend. I was getting myself lunch at church, and at church they always have a dessert, and I was getting my plate, my husband's plate, and my two-year-old's plate. And so I went ahead and got the treat for everybody, knowing that somebody else was probably going to have mine. But let me tell you, the cinnamon roll that was going with this chili looked super good. (laughs) I haven't had flour in like, I don't know, six weeks. (laughs) But this cinnamon roll looked gooey and soft and sweet, and it just kind of spoke to me, you know, like, hey. (laughs) And I was like, wait a second. (laughs) I was looking at that cinnamon roll like, am I going to eat that? And then the thought came, you guys, my why. It came in the moment. It was like, F no. I am not reacting to my environment. I am a woman who lives intentionally and I choose 
on purpose to not have that freaking cinnamon roll that I didn't plan. So uh, that's how I handled that. (laughs) And it just felt really good. It was so definitive that I just dropped the drama around the cinnamon roll. It was just gone. (laughs) I just dropped off the cinnamon roll with my husband was like, peace. Okay, so let's talk about all those other moments, right? Because you're going to have moments where your brain's in drama, okay? Your brain's going to be freaking out because your blood sugar monitor said some number that your brain said, "Uh uh-oh, it's not working, or the scale, or some other data point, your A1C, whatever, and your brain's like, you're going to die. This isn't working. You're hopeless, okay? That is a moment that a lot of us will self-sabotage, We will cheat on ourselves. We will quit on ourselves, okay? Other moments are like when you're feeling really tempted, like I was with that cinnamon roll, to go totally go off your plan or to binge out. Um, Maybe you're feeling tired after a long day at work and you don't feel like doing the hard thing. You want to skip your workout or go through the drive-thru or order takeout, right, and not follow your plan, Um, or maybe you're just losing focus, losing momentum, you know, sometimes we go on vacation or we go through some holidays and it's just a time where we're not so on our A game. And then our brain wants to tell us, all right, well, you're already off track. You might as well just go ahead and keep going with all this, you know, poor choices. (laughs) I just talked to one of my friends on my Marco Polo group about this. She's in Mexico and she had fruit, which then led to a parfait, which then led to blah, 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 blah. And she was feeling really gross. And actually her body pain came right back because her body was so inflamed from these different things she was eating. And she was just done, and she came on that group to talk about it. And the pain thing for her was a big deal, right? That's part of her why. She does not want to be in pain all the time. And that resonates with her. She can feel that in her body when she thinks about how she wants to be pain-free. So I want to talk to you about that, that part, the feeling, okay? Remember when I read to you my actual journal entry and all the times I said feel? That is so core and critical. Okay. I want to feel lean and strong. I want to feel capable and powerful. I want to feel light and fast, sexy and confident and attractive, right? I actually feel those feelings in my body as I was writing these and as I remember them. Okay. Sometimes I actually close my eyes and I envision myself like killing a workout or running up a hill or doing 20 push-ups in a row or whatever it is that comes into my mind. And I feel those feelings. I feel powerful. I feel strong. I feel fast, okay? That feeling is where you want to take your action from. It's really important that you are able to tie your why to a feeling in your body because you're gonna wanna call that up. Okay, remember how mouthy I got when I was talking to that cinnamon roll? I was feeling the feeling of determination, of being like so committed to becoming a master and not reacting to my environment, not letting my environment dictate who I am and what results that I have. When I talk about that, I feel convicted. I feel committed. I feel determined. It's important that you can feel those feelings when you are making those decisions in those difficult moments, the difficult moment of what you're going to do after you've gotten off track, after you've come back from vacation, 
after you got a number on a blood sugar monitor that really pisses you off or makes you feel hopeless, right? So all of those moments. So let's go over these steps again. In a moment where you have a cinnamon roll calling to you, whispering to you, or whatever it is that's going on, the drama in the moment, step one is to notice that you're at a decision point. Oh, right? You want to pause. Like, oh, here I am in this moment. I'm thinking about doing something that I probably will regret. Okay? And then I want you to call your why up into your mind. Remind yourself. Why is this important to you? Why don't you just do the easy thing? Why don't you just do the thing that feels pleasurable in this moment? Why is this even a problem that you do are having to make this decision. There's something that is really important to you. I want you to call that up into your mind and feel it in your body, why this matters to you. Maybe it's your family, right? That's really something easy to connect to. If it's being around for your family, for your wife, your husband, somebody that really is important to you that you love and care for deeply, if that's why this matters to you, that you get your health back, I want you to think about that person and feel your feelings for them. When you are feeling that feeling, I want you to take your action, make your decision, choose, okay, from that space. You can even ask yourself this question, the future version of me who is already successful, who already has his or her health back, how does he or she make this decision? Okay, that might give you a little extra like, mm. So now I want you to find your why. Why do you want to heal your body? How would that change your life right now? And how would it change your life in the future? Why does this matter so much to you that you're willing to do hard work? Why is it not an option for you to just give up? Ask yourself over and over again why until you can feel the answer in your body. And if you hit some tears, that's really good. Tears are a sure sign that you have hit the truth for you. So get as raw as you can with yourself about why this matters to you. And then once you get that down, when you can see it, when you can bring it into your mind and it's so clear to you why this matters, why you are doing this, I want you to create a power sentence from that, okay? Like one sentence that brings it right into focus for you and it brings those feelings up in your body for you. Because you're gonna want to have that ready and on hand in those moments when your brain is overwhelmed or tired or feeling hopeless, okay? In those moments, I want you to clear all of that cloud of thinking away with your why, your one sentence why that feels true to you. This, my friends, is the best thing you can do to guard yourself from quitting, from giving up. It's the fuel for your journey, And I hope that you will take this to heart. And as soon as you get the moments to sit down with yourself and have a conversation to get super clear with yourself on why you are doing this work, I promise you it will be time well spent. 
That's right. I want you to be ride or die with me. Let's do this. Okay, I will see you on the next podcast episode. Okay, don't leave yet. You're going to want to hear about this. If you love my podcast, if I'm the only sane voice you've found on this subject, if I've already helped you, you need to check out my online course. It's a start to finish step-by-step video course that teaches you all the tools you need to know to beat this disease. You can find it on my website, sarahtownley.com, along with lots of other free tools that will make taking care of your diabetes so much easier. So get over there right now. See you there.